like a 3 a.m podcast on a day where i am not working or like podcast as you're getting work. ready for work <laughs> you're like running around. carry around my microphone and my laptop as i get ready for the day good lord we could do a 2 a.m podcast okay 2 a.m podcast where i haven't gone to sleep yet and you're just waking just up, getting up. Mm-hmm. i'm here for it okay so you have a busy day what are you doing uh taylor has a doctor's appointment he's got a ct scan and then I've got a meeting and I've got a class from four to five thirty and then I've got a class from six to ten. Jeez. So, yeah, I am nonstop today. Wow. And I just got off work. So goodness. Thursdays are crazy. Thursdays. Because I need money to survive. Money's stupid. It is incredibly stupid. And it's fake. It's made up. Let's I mean, talk yes, about that. Also, no, we're not talking about that. It's all made up. Everything is made up. Every, I know. Literally everything is a social construct. It's just we've decided that money means Which something. Is dumb. So, so it's not fake because we've decided it it's has value. Fake. I'm going to say this. Pen has value. Everyone get the mm-hmm. pens. You can barter pens then and that's fine. No, you know what though? That that's kind of a thing that happened because you said pens and I thought of like pins, like um enamel pins. Yeah. Like people use those, not like literal currency, but people trade them and well, that made me think of beanie babies. Taylor's mom used to sell beanie babies. She did a pretty good job. So that makes me think of Beanie Babies where it was just like a random thing and this mm-hmm. neighborhood mom decided to make it cool and then everyone wanted them. I'm not explaining the story well, but that's basically what happened. And that's the official history of the Beanie Baby. Mm-hmm. Tune, us, t- tune us next week. <laughs> tune us next week because we are very out of key. Yeah, someone uh, please tune us. <laughs> tune in next week for the history of spam at first i thought you meant like spam in your emails no i meant like spam the the the, the meat well there's this neighborhood mom and she wanted to make it popular and she did the end that was a bonus that was a history of spam next week join us for the history of anthrax well there's this neighborhood mom she wanted to make it popular. And so she did. Anthrax, the new hit with the PTA. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start a podcast. Let's start a podcast. Okay. <clears throat>
Mm-hmm. Can I help you? Nope. <laughs> Thing the first. Uh-huh. Nicole is turning 98 years old today. Whoop, whoop. Happy birthday, Nicole. Yeah. Does it feel to be 98? Uh, that's how it feels. That good. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Um, the other thing that is special about this episode is this episode comes out December 6th, which is one day before the one year anniversary of our podcast. No, no, what? Yeah, December 7th. No, no, what? That's no, no, what? December 7th, 2021. That's crazy. Nope. 2020. <laughs> what? Was the birth of our podcast. Oh. December 1st, 2021 is the one year anniversary of our podcast. Listen, December and January of every year gets so confused for me. Like, Why? I don't know. What are you talking about? They get confused they for they you. It's kind of like, you know how it's like 11 p.m. and then it's 12 a.m.? And like that's just a weird time for the AM. Like it's weird that it doesn't switch at one. It switches at like midnight and noon. It's a weird time for the AM. It's the same. <laughs> it's the same thing for me with January and December. And I always mix up the year in January and December. Anyway, wow. that's, that's not good to the know. point. I mix up July and January when I'm saying them because Jay's. But not June. Don't no. chew into your microphone. <laughs> and the crunchiest thing. It's an onion. Just I straight recording. up a whole onion. It's not. It's not. I'm on just something. biting into He's an onion just right now. Eating an onion and crying. Far away. I made bad choices this morning. <laughs> Finish your bagel and then we'll talk. No, it's like a whole event. So I won't. Anyway. That's crazy. So happy birthday and happy podcast anniversary. Yay. Happy Which birthday. Happy birthday. Happy podcast. <laughs> Did you ever watch the movie um, Role Models? No, tell me about it. Okay, get rid Here, of the shark. In, in honor of... No, I'm going to keep it. I like Not it. keeping the shark. Or I'll do this. That's fine. Do that. I don't care. It's my birthday. You have to listen to me. No, I don't. Yes, you do. <laughs> anyway, in honor of your birthday, please break down a movie for us. Okay. So <laughs> I'm not going to break down the movie. I'm breaking down one tiny thing. So in the movie role Hold models, up, hold up. Everybody remember that she said that. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. In role models, the little the little boy who's like all foul-mouthed and wild. He, he's always calling um Paul Rudd different than Affleck. Affleck? Affleck? What's his name? Help me. Affleck. Affleck? With an E. Affleck. 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 Damn, this is really messed up. I won't be able to say, oh no, it's the return of, um, uh, I can't believe you forgot. I know. Don I can't Travolta. Re- Don, wait, Don Travolta. Don Travolta. <laughs> I have told so many people that story now. Well, they just need to listen. Okay. 
focus. So not you. I'm talking to myself. Oh, okay. That was my voice to myself. Focus. That's how I talk to myself. Okay. So a little boy, he calls Paul Rudd different Ben Affleck names, like because he's white. <laughs> and he calls them reindeer games. And Paul Rudd's like, why do you keep calling me like Ben Affleck? And he's like, you white? You're Ben Affleck. And he's like, oh, dang, that's right. I am white. And that's that's it. See, one tiny thing. That's so funny to me because I think Paul Rudd's a much more like standard white guy. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Like... Paul Rudd, standard white guy. That's what he won. Standard white guy of the year. <laughs> that is his typecast. I'm pretty sure. Kaylee, if you don't get rid of the shark mouth. I will come over there. I will come over there. That's you know what? No, you won't get rid of the shark mouth. You know what I'm doing instead? What? You hear that? That's a slinky. Listen. Slinky in. This is not an equal trade. The slinky makes noise. The shark mouth is harmless to the podcast. It's not harmless to me. It's very upsetting. I don't like that it's a shark mouth and I can see your nose. It doesn't make sense. It makes no sense. Fine, fine. I'll get rid of the shark. Not even like a fin on your head. It's just a point. It is a fin. It's like a little. No, because look, you turn your head and you don't see the rest of it. It's just a point. Is that better? Oh, you. You're not gonna wear a mask on the screen. (laughs) I'm wearing a virtual mask. I'm trying to eat. (laughs) We'll eat. Okay, so this is what we've come down to. So anyway, back to recording a podcast. Why are you hiding? I can't see your mouth anyway. I'm hiding from the microphone. Oh. Hey, this is actually a pretty good idea for people when they are in Zoom meetings and they're eating for them to have a mask. Not a real one, of course. No, no, a a virtual mask. Today's an episode all about us doing things that you can't see and talking about it. So, how is that different from our normal episodes? We always do that. True that. Okay. So, I remember last year on my birthday podcast, we talked about best and worst birthdays. No, we did not. What the hell? Yeah, we did. What did we talk about? Was that what we? Yeah, we did because it got real sad. No, I know. Quick. Because I wondered why you chose. Yeah, I didn't know why either. Was that your birthday podcast? I thought that that was fairly into the year. I didn't realize that it was that long ago. It was a long time ago. Well, you don't even know what year it is, so you can't it's judge 2021. That. Are okay. you sure? Mostly. <laughs> it is December. Does that change your mind? <clears throat> oh, would you look at that? January 4th, birthdays. <laughs> Which ironically is my spouse's birthday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was a whole conversation we had. Yeah, I'm sure. So, yeah, I'm sure this makes sense. Friends. So today Welcome. on my birthday. <laughs> yes. I don't want to talk about best and worst birthdays. We already did That's that. probably a good idea. But I would like to talk about holiday traditions. Holiday traditions. What a fun idea. <laughs> did that sound canned? It wasn't supposed to. 
<laughs> I'm holding up signs for Kaylee to read. So she responds the right this way. This is actually how we're celebrating Nicole's birthday is she gets to decide what I say on the podcast. And um, to be honest, card, I ha- th- this card said holiday traditions. What a fun idea. <laughs> I actually had this other idea that I wanted to do, but I didn't have enough prep time. I wanted us to act out scenes (laughs) that I was going to have prepared for us. (sighs) Good times. And we are going to like cold read these scripts. But that's for the future. I couldn't remember what I was going to say. Stay tuned. But then I was going to say it wrong again. Tuna. Is that what I said last time? Tuna. Tuna. (laughs) <laughs> um, let's, let's talk about holiday traditions before we end up on a weirder track tuna tuna is one of my favorite foods surprise um anyway holiday traditions i kind of wanted to talk about like what through our years now that i'm 96 and you're 48 still mm-hmm. um what our like family traditions have been and what our traditions are now or n- are not <laughs> does that make sense it does, but I do think you use some unnecessary words. <laughs> that's that's what I do, baby girl. I don't know. Nope, don't do shutting that, that down. <laughs> no, it just felt right. It did not. Well, it felt right before I said it, and then after how I said you, it, it, how felt does it wrong. feel now? It felt. It feels wrong. Yeah, that feels like thought. bad. Okay, Kaylee, you done eating? No. Lose the mask. I'm eating. I don't care. I, I get do. to see your face like once uh, every quarter. So that's so not true. You well, see that's how I feel. Week. Now I'm sad on my birthday. Oh my gosh. Fine. Yay. There you are. Okay. Anyway. Kaylee, so, you go ahead. Have things to say. <laughs> no, I didn't. Well, I've been talking this whole time. It's Everyone's tired of me. Yeah, I got a note in the mail that says we're tired of you. So it's weird that you got a note in the mail because the only uh, information that we give our listeners is the podcast email, which, by the way, I manage. Yeah, it was kind of weird. It was like cut out of like newspaper articles and things. Yeah, no. there was like a picture of me included with an X on it. There was also a picture of Forrest holding today's newspaper, but that didn't seem important, so you threw that one out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, eh, the lighting's not good. (laughs) Okay, what were you going to say? I wasn't. You wasn't going to say. I wasn't going to say. No, I guess I was going to ask what, like, what your holiday traditions were growing up. Okay. Okay, so stop chewing <laughs> in your microphone. <laughs> Editing Kaylee is so upset with you. I'm sorry, I can only be bad on my birthday. So anyway, um, growing up, let's start with our my Thanksgiving. I used to go to like four different Thanksgivings, which ended up being a lot of fun. So I would go to one Thanksgiving with my family my like mom dad brother sisters 
And then I would go to a Thanksgiving at my grandpa's house. And then um, I would go to a Thanksgiving at my friend's house. And it turned into four because when my sister Cindy got married, she had another Thanksgiving with her um, family. Well, with with her family slash her in-laws, she'd have another Thanksgiving. So when I was 16 and driving around, I would drive to all these different Thanksgivings and I would time it um, so that I could go to all of them. And I would make sure to eat a small amount at each one. And for some reason, when I eat apples, they feel like my stomach's empty. Like, I don't know why. This is something weird that I experience when I eat apples. I feel like my stomach... (laughs) becomes empty and I have more room for food so I would eat apples in between these Thanksgiving meals so I could eat more Kaylee's looking at me so weird but she's chewing so you can't hear her anyway that's not an important part I it's not that like there was anything I was going to say if I wasn't muted but It's a thing that happens to me, okay? Okay. I'm not here it's to invalidate power. Okay. Can we also note the character growth that's happened in a year where Nicole learned how to say birthday instead of birthday? You toad. <laughs> I wasn't gonna bring it up. <laughs> oh, but you've sure. been but you've been so good about saying birthday today that I just felt we should celebrate that. Kaylee is something against my family and the way that we speak we birthday valentine's day we all say words like that and she's against us remember this america tessa cindy is that true or is this just a nicole thing this is totally true send us an email send us an email info at nevertheless (laughs) send us an email with a recording of your voice so we know (laughs) please record yourself saying these words but then they're gonna say them all perfectly because they're recording them they'll be like birthday that didn't sound perfect that sounded sounded much much more concerning than birthday anyway sorry go ahead anywho so um four thanksgivings and that was always fun um, and each one was so unique so i'd start out uh with my mom and dad and brother and that was honestly kind of sad because it was only it was like a small amount of us and we usually would have a big thing and at the time well for most of my upbringing my mom wasn't talking to my grandpa or most of her family sorry um so she wouldn't go to my grandpa's thanksgiving which was crazy because it was down the street they lived right by each other for most of my upbringing um so for like 20 something years they lived by each other and she wasn't talking to him so her I didn't realize that they were that close in proximity yeah I could walk to his house wild yeah so (laughs) her whole her sisters her father all of this was over there having thanksgiving and she wouldn't acknowledge that or go over there. And sometimes some of them would drop by and she did not like that. Because they were like, screw this, we're going to go say hi. And that didn't turn out well. So anyway, 
I would do that. The, the sad Thanksgiving first, I would leave there, go to my grandpa's house, which was lively. This place was hopping. There was a bunch of people, people coming from all over the place. So much food. There was like my aunt Valma would bring an entire Thanksgiving meal in a box. And then Tessa would be cooking everything. We had um, certain food that's specific. We had greens um macaroni and cheese but with like breadcrumbs and it's baked and it was fancy um oh we had ham turkey and a roast every year wow oh yeah we were eating good so that was my grandpa's and that was fun um and then I'd go from my grandpa's to my friend George's house which he also lived very close to us just kind of up the hill and so all of this was pretty easy to drive to and that was a very like fancy thanksgiving so what what define fancy things okay everyone was dressed up we would sit at a big table together there was like a special prayer we all did together um whereas at my grandpa's you just grabbed a seat wherever you could there was no tables because the table was full of food I like so, the I like the idea that it was just like musical chairs. Basically, if you moved, you lost your spot. <laughs> so you either sit there the whole time or you're standing and eating in the kitchen, which often happened to some of us. I'm here for that. Yeah. And so, but at George's house, it was like we all would like you stayed in your seat. We had a big table. Yeah, it was very specific. But that was also really fun to me because I love seeing other people's traditions and getting to be a part of it. Because while my family had traditions, I guess it didn't really feel like it because I was like, no one ever, I guess, mentioned it. It was just like, this is just kind of what we do every year. But I never thought of it as like, this is how we celebrate this or this is how we do this. And it never seemed like there was a reason behind it. It was just yeah, that's how we do it because we've done it that way. So it was really fun for me to visit um, other people's houses, like my friend George's, and see how his family did it. Oh, and his family is Greek. I probably have said this on the podcast before. I don't know. You might not know George. He's my friend. He listens to the podcast. Hi, George. I found out that. It It made me really excited. Nicole and I have really different reactions when we find out people we know listen. Nicole's always like, that's so cool. And I'm always like, good Lord, no. <laughs> you found out my secrets. I'm, I'm proud weird. Of the work. I'm proud of the work that we do here, but I don't want anyone to hear it. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, we do have different reactions. This is why Nicole runs our social media. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, my computer's unplugged. There we go. Anyway, and then I would go to my sister Cindy's which was further out and their family it it was kind of similar like to my grandpa's a lot of people just hanging out and stuff but definitely a different energy Um, at my grandpa's everyone's very loud and so there was a lot of conversation a lot of like shouting I remember (laughs) once my grandpa arguing with um 
my uncle Virgil and saying, if I want to drive off a cliff and die, I'll drive off a cliff and die. And I was like, whoa, why? Okay. <laughs> the conversation led to right. this. Like, how did we escalate to now you're going to drive off a cliff and die? Whatever. Um, there was none of that at Cindy's, um, but it was uh, still a lot of people bopping around, finding seats, um, children running around. Good times. I love a Thanksgiving with lots of kids. Yes. I'm about it. Sometimes you have to rent some kids because you don't have enough. That's okay. Okay, so I went into way too much detail about what Thanksgiving was like. It's going to be like, if you don't have your own kids, store-bought is fine, but that has trafficking vibes, and I'm not going to say that. Store-bought. It's like the the thing where it's like, if you can't make your own, like, salsa, store-bought is fine. (laughs) You don't have your own kids. That sounds like it's from a 1950s, like, party guide. (laughs) And as a hostess, make sure you have lots of children there for the holidays. Good housekeeping circa, like, 1948. (laughs) Yeah. Make sure there's lots of children at the holidays, but don't let any of them speak. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Kaylee. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like you've told me some about your holiday traditions and I would like to hear more is it true that you mainly growing up did not celebrate holidays on the days that they were supposed to be celebrated that is that is mostly true um so both my parents worked for the airlines when I was growing up and we were a poor and simple people and so they they were getting that double time and a half on holidays and so Thanksgiving and Christmas don't have to happen on the fourth Thursday in December 25th. They can happen whenever it's not double time and a half. <laughs> um, and so, sorry, I meant so. I was trying to say right, but then I <laughs> muted myself. So you're good. Go on. Um, <laughs> Nicole and I are busy, so we're we we try to record and eat at the same time, but it does lead to instances like right. <laughs> <laughs> uh just say the thing i'll clip it in at the appropriate place right (laughs) holiday traditions what a fun idea (laughs) oh my gosh no um, and so we kind of did things whenever they happened i was thinking about it when you were when you were talking about like going to your grandpa's and stuff i was thinking about the fact that uh, I was very lucky in the fact that both my mom's mom and then my dad's parents and us all lived in the same city. And uh, so sometimes we would we would usually hit both grandparents' houses um, for the holidays. Not physically hit them, like <laughs> go to. We'd usually hit both grandparents. <laughs> like... I don't know what's wrong with me. Please. Elder abuse, child trafficking. What's next? Um, no. And so if we like primarily were having Thanksgiving with like my dad's parents, we would always swing by my grandma's, my, my mom's mom and vice versa. But sometimes we would do things, especially. Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> I'm Friends. imagining like 
you're switching between like scenes of us in first class on the plane and stuff and she's like sitting in a chair flipping through the news just like hmm. <laughs> hey everybody we did not take you on that ride you have no idea what we're talking about <laughs> friends uh, our, our zoom call stopped recording because nicole hoards things on her laptop and so she ran out of storage space and while she was addressing that problem we wrote a movie <laughs> based off of the song two tickets of Paradise. why though why did that happen you're probably not interested in this but guess guess what you're gonna find out about it yeah nicole was singing two tickets to paradise but she kept changing the number of tickets <laughs> I was just I was I was pretending like I wasn't enjoying this and then I left and came <laughs> back and then I sang nine tickets to paradise and it led to us ad-libbing about how we had tickets for Susan and we didn't ever have tickets for yeah. Susan because everyone forgets about her and at the same time we had this thought of Susan being a woman in her 40s being left home alone not unlike Kevin McAllister <laughs> <laughs> but, in, but also mixing Home Alone and Die Hard for right. some reason <laughs> because and we decided that the stakes needed to be higher because Susan's true. a grown woman she, she is could, a grown woman she could be fine on her own but we had to put her in some peril so somewhere between Home Alone and Die Hard is this movie Nine Tickets to Paradise the Susan <laughs> story it's like a lifetime movie for some reason as soon as you say the susan story it's a lifetime movie all the way and you know the part in die hard where he's in the like um the what is it called air duct thing yeah. and he's has a little lighter and he's like come to the coast we'll have a few laughs mm-hmm. and i'm imagining her doing that but she's like <laughs> laying in the attic and she's like come to our house we'll we'll go on a trip together we have nine tickets to paradise <laughs> i do love yeah. that can we steal the brooklyn 99 rewrite of of the iconic diehard line which i believe they went with yippee kayak other buckets <laughs> so good i was gonna say she needs some kind of line <laughs> i'm imagining her doing like the the things that Kevin McAllister does, like he accidentally steals that toothbrush. We we are forgetting the most important part, which is Susan is a very bookish, like frail woman. Right. Yes. She has a beehive. It's a beehive. She's not style. like she's not like a cool 40 year old. Oh, no, 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 no. No, she actually acts much older than she is. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> one of those things when people are like, oh, my gosh, your sister Susan, how old is she? And they're like, oh, yeah, like 42. And they're like, oh, that is not what we thought. Yes. And most of the movie, though, actually is her just sitting around reading books, mm-hmm. doing some light knitting, things like that. Um, and then at some point, bad guys show up. For sure. At some point, her family just comes back. No one goes looking for her or anything. They just kind of come back. They don't like swing back from this vacation going, oh, no, no, we forgot Susan. They're like, ah, shoot, we forgot Susan. Oh, well, (laughs) and move on with their vacation. Or they never remember they forgot her. And then they just show up and they're like, Susan, hey. (laughs) I mean, can we all agree that the idea of a 40-year-old woman being left home alone as opposed to like what a 10-year-old boy is somehow sadder? Like... (laughs) Yes. Yeah, yes, we can. Because a 10-year-old boy, he's only been around for 10 years. 
Like you had a whole life before him. You could forget him. A 40-year-old woman, like you've known her for so long. You can't keep forgetting her. I didn't think we could top the child trafficking and suicide. And what was the other thing we had? Um, We had elder abuse. Elder abuse and anthrax. And somehow, <laughs> somehow we topped it. We did it. Okay. Anyway, what back a to great what I break. Was... Kaylee, what, that, what were you be fun to edit? Um, I feel I'm... like you need to have some kind of weird music interlude <laughs> between and then go into, like, just stop in the middle of your sentence like we did. Right. <laughs> have some kind of, like, Batman <laughs> switching scenes. Like it's like the wind chime that, like when when you go into like the flashback sequence yes movie um, that's what we need <clears throat> what i was saying nine <laughs> tickets to paradise don't forget susan this time it kind of trails off because they did because they did <laughs> okay i was saying that uh i was lucky enough that my grandparents uh both of my grandparents lived both of my sets of grandparents (laughs) lived in the same it's not true though because my grandpa my mom's dad didn't live in the tri-cities and this is a thing that would offend him deeply your grandmothers and one grandfather um yeah see this is why it's complicated um anyway no (laughs) I was saying that I was really lucky because my dad's parents and my mom's mom uh lived in the same city that we did and so we were able to see all of the family um on holidays and after my dad's mom passed away so I had my dad's dad and my mom's mom alive and in the area uh we started doing joint things like we'd go over for like um thanksgiving to like my grandma's house but my grandpa was totally invited and he'd come over and watch football and it was just it was really cool and like that was super normal um were your grandparents divorced on either side both sides um my mom's parents were divorced okay and and had been for Okay, I was trying to follow because you were like, one grandpa's here, one, yeah. Yeah, Got yeah. My, my mom's dad lived not, not near us. Um, he, he was not local. <laughs> and so, but yeah, so we like did things like joint, which was really cool. And like my parents have, I mean, since we were always physically close to my grandparents, my parents have always been like fairly close with their in-laws as well when I was growing up, which was really a cool thing to have modeled um because it's just not always the case and so it was just neat um but that's just where we were tradition wise I don't know what did we do were there were there certain food things were there certain prayers were there specific things that you just remember doing or having Mm -hmm. also where were you so your parents were working on Mm -hmm holidays where were you and your brother spending that holiday then at home my parents worked opposite shifts and so like so we would see them on the holiday we'd just see my dad in the morning and my mom in the evening well that's sad for them 
Oh yeah, they did that. My I'm my whole growth. It's now they kind of work similar shifts, but from the ages of about like five to twenty, my parents worked opposite shifts and saw each other on weekends. Do they? Uh, did they meet in the airline? They didn't meet in. So they were both working at the airport when they started dating, but they didn't meet there. Um, but whilst dating, my mom moved to work at the airline that my dad worked at, and they've Aww. been there for yeah, and they've been there for I won't say how long because people get weird when you talk about ages on public platforms. But I'm 25. My parents were married for a year before they had me, and they dated for five years before that. And so, <laughs> do the math. <laughs> Listen, if you do the math, you've earned the right to know how long my parents have worked for the airlines. <laughs> so, okay. um, yeah. So, is there anything specifically you all would eat? Thanksgiving specific? Are we just talking Thanksgiving at this point? Sure. Um. And did did your family always celebrate? like thanksgiving yeah because i have some native friends that are like absolutely no i can't believe anyone celebrates thanksgiving no we did because i mean my my family was fairly colonized (laughs) um and so we always celebrated thanksgiving um because that's what you did um we ate really traditional in america I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Say it jokingly, but no, nothing that, that is nothing more American than a colonized Thanksgiving. I don't I don't know what you're trying to <laughs> We're thankful for colonization, said America. Said America. I like I like that tag. Yes. Um <laughs> no, but it, but we ate like every traditional Thanksgiving food. We always had turkey and mashed potatoes. And for those of you who like these things, we had the sweet potatoes with the with the marshmallows. That's my favorite. Sweet potatoes are disgusting, and I will die on that hill. Haley, um, what in the world is wrong with you? And then uh, my mom would make a small helping of green bean casserole because she liked it, and literally nobody else. That's it. That's one thing I never had. I, I, it's grown on me, and I, I'll eat it. Like I don't look forward specifically to green bean casserole, but I don't mind it now. So. Can I say green bean casserole? I always considered something that white people ate, and I didn't even know it existed. Listen, until I went to any a white Thanksgiving. Pretty much any casserole, <laughs> and white people eat. You know what's funny is the like yam bake with the marshmallows and stuff i also think that's kind of what is the name of that i have no idea (laughs) i also kind of think that's something that white people eat because it was never at my like grandpa's thanksgiving Mm. it was something specific that my mom found a recipe for and made but i was like oh what is this it's something special because it wasn't something i had for most of my upbringing i don't know that i ever associated that as a white person dish i don't think i do that's interesting I and I don't know for most of my life probably didn't think of it that way but now looking back I realize those are the only places I've seen those I recognize 
I recognize that the phrase that I'm about to say is going to sound ridiculous, but really, truly, there are huge cultural implications of the sweet potato or yam. Like, wow, that does sound really ridiculous coming out of my mouth, but it's true. And there's like, I, we're not going to get into it today, but like friends, if you're interested, look up, um, like the history of yams and sweet potatoes in America, because they have huge cultural significance. Mm -hmm. Well, at least the way that it's prepared. Yes. It almost makes me think of, I don't know why I'm comparing it. It almost makes me think of a jello mold. Wow. Here's a thing that we had for Thanksgiving (gasps) was that, um, fruit and jello and whipped cream thing see? that exists at every white church pot and ever. I was about to say see and that's a white person <laughs> that, is, that is a white person food <laughs> we would never have something like that to be fair I never it's the most it. absurd like it's one of those few like weird it's things weird. that came out in like the 60s and 70s that just lasted and I like it's not that good but I, I like it out of nostalgia so we, Taylor and I live with an older couple um, currently, and we did Thanksgiving with them this year, and Aww. they had that, and I was just like, like, I, I don't know whether or not I even like it, I just know that I like what it reminds <laughs> me of, so uh, I eat it. <laughs> I don't even know what it would taste like, I don't understand. It's it's like a dessert, it's sweet. But I think it's like that, making something that I don't know, turning something sweet into like a regular dish. I don't know. I see a comparison there. Sweet potato pie or pumpkin pie? Um, I think for nostalgia and tradition, pumpkin pie. Always pumpkin pie. I don't, I know you would say that. I don't know if I've, no, I think I had sweet potato pie before. And I think I would like it because I like the sweet potato bake thing. Which, by the way, sweet potatoes and yams are different, but uh, they, they know, are interchangeable it's, in American culture. It's They're, di- they're different, <laughs> but people usually substitute one for the other. Yeah. It usually, because like sometimes there are regions of the U.S. that only carry one in a grocery store. And so... If you if you're going for a fresh piece of produce, sometimes you only have sweet potatoes or you only have yams. I feel like most people don't know the difference, but I researched it. I did. Would you like to educate us? Nope, because I forgot all about it. (laughs) Okay, so that's Thanksgiving in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. Was Christmas and a cornucopia? I don't know who that's from. I. I have no idea. I'm sure that we there are problematic that. implications of cornucopias yeah. as well. Man, do you remember doing like any racist things for Thanksgiving at school? Do I remember doing any <laughs> racist things for Thanksgiving at school? Of course I do, Nicole. <laughs> I only remember doing racist things yeah. for Thanksgiving in school. Yeah. Great, great. Okay. Christmas. Mm-hmm. You first, because this is this is what we're doing. Boing. So Christmas, um, similar to kind of hopping between holidays from with my mom to my grandpa's house. Um, 
and uh, one tradition. Here's one from my grandpa. My sister Tessa and I would always put up his tree for him, which every year for some reason he didn't want it up. He'd always complain about it. He was always grumpy at us for putting it up. And it was this really old tree with weird decorations that my aunts and uncle made when they were tiny. And um, Tessa and I would decorate it every year. And then we would, we had the Christmas skeleton we would put on the tree which I'm sure was some like 1970s skeleton that was supposed to be with Halloween decorations and made it into the Christmas container. But we would put that on the tree every year and it always made us so happy. We're like, the Christmas skeleton, (laughs) where are we going to put it this year? And uh, no one really noticed or cared, but that was, that was our thing, our tradition that we always made sure to have on there. Um, yeah, that I think that was like my favorite holiday thing. But in the newer years, after my grandpa passed, my family kind of split up in a lot of ways. Um, I started something called Misfit Christmas and Misfit Holidays, where um, Forrest and I would start inviting random people to join us for the holidays. And then we were like, we have no traditions. We're going to make our own. And so we started doing, um, what was one of the things? Uh, Every Christmas, Tessa would get a 90s erotic thriller and we would watch that. And it was always a surprise what it was. Um, For example, some of the great thrillers, a single white female. Great. Um, Shoot, what was another one? they were always like really obscure things too. Like I think single white female was the most popular to say um, movie would watch. But um, besides that, they were always like just these weird things. And for a while we didn't have kids at Christmas. So it didn't matter. We'd just be like, whatever. And then we would some one year we had steak for dinner. Other year we had pizza. It just kind of was whatever we wanted to do. One year we ended up inviting this really sad guy whose birthday it was on Christmas. And we took this like little girl's birthday sign that we happened to have and we wrote his name on it and put up some decorations and we were like, it's your birthday and made it work. Um, But yeah, always fun. Uh, We've expanded our holiday sell our Christmas celebration to some of our other family too now but still we have special movies that are always a surprise brought to us by Tessa and sometimes we get prizes if we guess what the movie is Ooh. oh oh and we always do we've been doing Secret Santa for a couple years and that's been fun and we always do White Elephant Gift Exchange it's a good time which I really like so those are our holiday traditions Oh, and speaking of single white female, for my birthday this year, Cindy, Tessa, and I are going to see single black female, the play that's happening in Seattle. So oh my very excited. That's very exciting. <laughs> oh, wow. Listen, I don't know why I had you go first because I can't top those things. <laughs> Christmas <laughs> is like, I think, our best celebrated holiday. We mm-hmm. do. We do pretty good. Um, yeah 
that's fair that's fair growing up um because whether or not we were doing christmas things on christmas day we still treated christmas eve into christmas day as like if you have children in your car or wherever you're at remove them from the situation get out of here children five four three two one we treated it as though santa was coming that night um (gasps) kaylee you pulled this last year too we're not doing it he was coming he did um (laughs) but we would like put out like milk and cookies do the whole thing um and uh, especially when Eric and I were really little Eric is my brother he's two years younger he was an honorary little kid and my parents uh I, I get my procrastination genes from both of my parents and my parents panic wrap on Christmas Eve oh my gosh and so Christmas Eve my brother and I would be in the same bedroom and kind of do like a sleepover thing and mm-hmm. we would like watch whatever christmas special was on tv that night and we just hang out and do stuff the christmas story of course well sure (laughs) (laughs) and as we got older we just kept up that tradition so even when i was like 18 and he was like 16 he came down into the basement i love it like it was great and we like played video games and stayed up super late and like watched curious george at 16 and 18 because curious george is a really? solid show that's yeah. so good can i sorry to interrupt yeah, no, um on. every time i do like a sleepover with my niece riley we watch curious george before it's we such go a to good bed. show it's so good it's so until. good and so like we like kept up that tradition until until i got married and i'm not there for christmas anymore well great i know it is sad actually to talk about but like look at that now we're bringing back the sad vibes Uh, he should just come to you every christmas eve and just just have a sleepover but yeah and so it was like it was really fun um and we did that um the two mandatory movies we had to watch every single year or else it wasn't christmas was a charlie brown christmas interesting Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um the 1960s Grinch which we have definitely talked about before because when we talk mm-hmm. about it that's how we came up with the thing that I am 48 that's where that yes. joke comes from yes go back to our very early episodes to find that joke if you're interested <laughs> I think it um, was started in the rest episode I don't know yeah. whenever because we were talking specifically about the Grinch because mm-hmm, you don't like the current I don't I don't like the one. live action Grinch yeah. at all I don't know why but mm. because the whole because we're not 40, getting into, I know, we've already I know. done this because yeah. I'm 48 um, anyway and so I like how even though I would be 49 now I'm still just 40 yeah of course um <laughs> Uh, but we would always watch those two movies uh, no matter what and then sometimes we'd throw another Christmas movie in we always watched like at least one claymation one my favorite is a year without a Santa Claus because I think the music from that's the best um (laughs) no I don't remember most of them I used to watch them I haven't watched miser and the it's a good one um i don't even i I only kind of remember the rest of the plot because i just love those songs so (laughs) 
<laughs> those are the only characters that matter um but yeah and so we would do stuff like that and I mean those were the main things we I was going to ask you what you put on top of your tree growing up I didn't anticipate skeleton well okay for my family tree or my mom's tree we would put an angel on top every year we also were an angel family a lot of my friends were star families though yes and for my grandpa's tree we put a star on top we put a skeleton elsewhere we hit oh I yes (laughs) yes um and I assumed mm-hmm. that people who put angels on top of their tree were Christians. People who didn't were not. That's so weird because that's also what I assumed. Yeah, that that's what I sense. thought. The star has just as much religious significance if you want it to. Right. Like, like not even, like, I mean, like, almost more yeah. <laughs> religious yeah. significance to Christmas. But I also thought the same thing growing up. So it's so weird that you did, too. Yeah. Who it's taught us that? I don't know. It's kind of weird, actually, putting in, if you think about putting an angel on top of your tree. is weird. Like, I don't know. The star seems to make more sense to me now. Exegetically, yes. Yeah. And an angel, I don't know. They're not angel- pointy. So they don't look as good on your tree either. It's true. It's true. Also, our angel was like this ancient looking this old man. Really, really like frumpy thing. Did yours light up? No, ours didn't. Ours lit up and it was like a but her dress was fairly sheer. So if you wrapped lights under her, she would. Yeah, so. she had like a light under her dress. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <The> scandal. <laughs> my dress lights up anyway (laughs) yeah I don't know that was always my assumption and I think often that's what I saw Mm -hmm. like I think our church probably put an angel on top of the tree I was like makes sense um now as an adult I'm a star person it looks better and most of the angels are these white ladies and they don't look as nice as a star i want to get a tree taylor and i haven't had a christmas tree since we've been married please get a christmas tree i would love to but we've never lived in a place that was like ours um but i want want now now that we're talking about it Mm -hmm. i want to get a christmas tree and put like a seraphim on it just this thing that's like full of feathers and eyeballs please (laughs) put up an angel on our christmas tree do whatever do you want a real tree or I, oh my gosh real tree every year screw the environment give me a tree <laughs> no yes. i mean you can compost it that's true and like that's the thing is there there are there are ways to do real trees well no i am very pro real tree are you are you so my whole upbringing we had a fake tree um but when I became an adult, I was like, can we do a real tree finally? And that was fun. But I'm really bad about taking them down and getting rid of them and stuff. And so. And those are like a fire hazard. So. Yeah. So our our tree from last year is actually still outside. We took it down. We set it outside. And it's been there for a year. Here's another question about tree decorating for you. Was your family a like? Oh, here's a here's a question: colored lights or white lights? 
white lights white lights uh most um i don't agree with that now but are you a colored lights person now i'm going to put pink flamingo lights on my tree this year so does that tell you anything (laughs) listen christmas (laughs) christmas skeleton told me everything so yes um so you know what i think we switched off i think sometimes we had white lights sometimes we had colored lights well since we had a fake tree growing up the lights Mm. were already in what they the, were where's the fun lights. in that well it was fun ish putting the branches on but i am getting a fake tree this year here's why okay because i'm doing a ridiculous christmas um decorations as i said pink flamingo lights right, so i right. want a weird white tree that doesn't look like okay, a regular fair. christmas Yes. I'm like, if I'm getting a fake tree, it's got to be ridiculous. Otherwise, no. Um, the other question is, growing up, was your tree fairly... I don't know how to put this. I, I, I feel like there are two, like for families that have children, mm-hmm. there are two ways that Christmas tree decorations go. Um, and it's either they're really pristine and very pretty and very elegant mm. or they're the chaos of like children handmade ornaments and like that. mismatch of like that, I love that always that so the, for both trees for my grandpa's and my mom's tree it was mm. random things whatever we had in there you use yeah. every single ornament and you put it on the tree but to make it look more connected we would tie bows red bows on the end of the oh, branches cute. yeah so that's yeah I was gonna say we had a set of like just regular like glass ornaments the same like red ones that we had every year and like those were like a matching set but then there was like some older stuff where it was um like my parents have I I remember they're these little like felt instruments I don't know they look of the time (laughs) and they're on the tree but then it was like this amalgamation of like horrifyingly terrible Christmas ornaments that Eric and I made growing up um just like those horrible like trash looking ornaments and I love that I love when like I if if you're if you're in a family that has a house that has two Christmas trees I'm fine if you have like a show Christmas tree and a family Christmas tree that's fine um but if you have one Christmas tree I want it to be like a mess of a Christmas tree (laughs) I don't want it to be too pretty so I remember um I would have I had this ornament that was I don't know what it was supposed to be it was basically a piece of clay I found your word it's ornament that you're saying (sighs) ornament (laughs) before I said the same thing okay so (laughs) it was a piece of clay Mm -hmm. with a thumbprint in it and my picture over the thumbprint that's it why was that a creation I don't know but uh, that's why apparently I made in school. So one of the ones that Eric made in preschool was it was this little angel, like this like paper dress thing with wings and then a little wooden like bead as the head. And then they put his picture on the wooden bead and it freaked him out as a kid because he was like angels are what we become when we die, which is not necessarily accurate. But he was just like, why are we putting dead me on a tree? Like, it was really upsetting to him. <laughs> which like in hindsight fair i like that that is a way of thinking disconcerting like no (laughs) 
but yeah no I I appreciate trees that are just absolute chaos that's those are always my favorite yeah so so your Christmas this year is chaos tree not chaos I have themed tree it's ridiculous tree not chaos tree so I'm going with um 1960s Christmas in California theme um a lot of chaos tree it's not chaos okay a lot of pink Mm -hmm. um weird like you know the colors of the 60s some of that aqua blue things Mm -hmm. like that um yeah that's that's I want us to be wearing um have yourself a beach boys Christmas yes beach boys Christmas thank you Kaylee that's what we are doing in my household we'll see if it works out that's pretty great oh man it was it started with my mother-in-law wanting a white tree and I was like no that's dumb and then she was like but you can put the flamingo lights on it and I was like done I'm set you've made things work for me we're doing it so I really ran with the idea you're just really easy to convince (laughs) yeah once you say flamingos I'm set Oh gosh. Want me That's... to do anything? Say flamingos are involved. Even if they're not. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't lie. Last last week we taught everyone that the best way to manipulate you is just to invoke invoke some adult guilt. <laughs> so That's also true. Oh no, our weaknesses are public. Your weaknesses are public. Uh, Kaylee's weakness, knives. If you stab her, why am I saying this? I don't know. You're very violent this episode. (laughs) Also, that's not exactly your weakness because aren't you trained in like knife fighting or something? I'm not trained in knife fighting. (laughs) You're not trained in knife fighting? Who told me that? Knife fighting? Who told you I was trained? Well, I just assumed. Maybe yes, that's because what... an affinity for swords and fencing is the same as being trained in knife fighting. So you also just have knives on you all the time. I do. I do often have knives. Because she's trained in knife fighting. Oh, I know what you're referring to. I okay, have tell this... me. Okay, everybody, a note on self-defense. A lot of people carry mace, and I don't like carrying mace. I carry a knife, and I always preach that you should not choose to carry a knife unless you know how to use the knife because otherwise it will be very easy to take it from you and use on you i am not trained in knife fighting as an art i know (laughs) i know how to defend myself with a knife good lord (laughs) because you were trained in how to fight off someone with a knife Okay, the way that you're talking about this trained is though I'm trained in, in like the majestic fighting? ancient art of my fighting, <laughs> and that is not true. I also kind of want you to be now. Uh, okay, anyway. trained in my fighting. Look her up in the book. Kaylee. Yeah. <laughs> what are you looking forward to this Christmas? no i that's the thing is geez lemon scared me um i didn't see her i only saw her there get in there get in the tube lemon 
Lemon is such a character. I've spent very little time with Lemon. I've spent even less time with Lemon alone, but coming over <laughs> and feeding cats, because Taylor came with me Thursday night. Oh no, oh, he knows our secrets. <laughs> I I came by myself Friday morning, but he came Thursday night and he was like, Lavender keeps trying to get you to pet him. And I was like, no, no, no. Lavender keeps leaning into me like he wants me to pet him. And as soon as I reach my arm out, he will claw me. He does it every time. He does it every time. If I go to pet him, he'll claw me every time. Mm-hmm. And Taylor's like, no, he's like cat body. Because Taylor had cats growing up. And he was like, no, body language. He wants you to pet him. And I was like, watch. And I pulled my sleeve over my hand and I reached out to pet him and just claws into my sleeve. And I was like, haha, showed you. And then he started and- doing it right. No, Lavender just hates me, and it's because I called him mangy. <laughs> that is also probably true. <laughs> and so, and so there's that. Um, but Taylor and Lavender get along great. Perfect. Yeah, they get along very well. Um, yeah, if I if I like hold my hand out to Lavender to like let Lavender approach me, he'll like come up and like boop my hand like cats do, and then I'll raise it slightly to pet him and claws every time. <laughs> like it's just what he's happens. like. I want you near. But I do not want you to approach. It's too much. <laughs> but but Taylor was allowed to approach. He he has been approved. Lemon and I get along quite well. <laughs> so, and I think it's because I walked into your room where Lemon was, and I was like, I know who you are. And Lemon was like, You know who I am. You know <laughs> I'm an we alien disguised as a cat. It's fine. And at we that don't have point, to pretend. We started with all our cards on the table, and everything was was fine. Right. So. I, we still have the signs up that say cat, cat no cat. No cat. <laughs> that was my favorite part. I told you Forrest was going to map things out for you. It's so funny. I, oh man, it's so funny. Um, none of this is related to holiday traditions. Right. <laughs> you were saying. What are you looking forward to? Oh, right. I don't know. This is interesting. Since I've been married... We've done Christmas proper with um, my in-laws every year because they're local to us and my parents are not. And my parents are not precious about keeping Christmas on Christmas Day. Someday I'd like for that to change, but this is where we're at. Um, Christmas but in January this year. Yeah, that's that's the plan, which I is better than last mom. year. Last year it was Christmas in February because covid made everything extra complicated because crossing that washington oregon border and choosing a time to do so when we had a gap in school and work so that we could be really safe about it was tricky so january is great um but we always for when we go over to my in-laws we do breakfast in the morning opening gifts and then normally people head off onto their other things but since my parents aren't local taylor and i hang out with my mother and father-in-law for a while and that's always chill do just hang out and then eventually my father-in-law goes to watch a hallmark movie and taylor and i just i mean become the worst hecklers (laughs) in the history of hallmark movies Uh, um yeah because yeah and so (laughs) 
because he'll all, my father-in-law is always like well this is a new one and taylor and i are like does this happen and does this happen and does this happen he's like well yeah and as like, you've seen one hallmark movie <laughs> what is a new one <laughs> it's, it's the same six actors in the same four plot lines in the same two towns <laughs> that's it that's all it is and uh. so but yeah and so we just we just hang out which is nice and it's kind of chill because Christmas morning is a little chaotic and so gives us time to like wind down and be be still mm. and so yeah nice this what about year, you we might do a disco party <laughs> opposite I love that Woman behave. it's very on brand yeah so Thanksgiving we did karaoke which was crazy and a blast um this year i'm thinking well tessa came up with the idea of disco party i think it's are, supposed are to be you a dressing up um maybe well disco party is a thing that we do in my family sometimes it's cindy invented it um she has all this disco stuff like disco ball special lights dj booth sorry everyone if you hear a cat it's just lemon the alien anyway um (laughs) and then we get like glow sticks and turn out the lights and dance so it's a disco party slash rave is what i'm hearing um yep yep basically um Mm -hmm. so we've been doing it for years at random things birthday parties disco events uh disco event aka just my family decides to do it but we're this time thinking of inviting our like larger family aunts uncles to do the disco party and they've never experienced it usually it's a small affair of just me and my siblings a small disco party sounds infinitely more stressful than a large disco party no it's okay there's only been one casualty but besides that everything's been great that's that's pretty good that's pretty fun and then of course as we know but not our listeners is um sometimes my parents adopt Forrest and Nicole whether or not they like it and we do Friendsgiving as my mom calls it or Fakesgiving as I call it uh we can call it something else this year because apparently it's happening in January well I was gonna say it's it's gonna be a a multi-dimensional affair because it's going to encompass Let's do this chronologically. Forrest's birthday, Nicole's nope. Mm. Forrest's birthday, Thanksgiving, Nicole's birthday. Nope. Nope. Forrest's birthday. Thanksgiving. My brother's birthday. Mm-hmm. Nicole's birthday. Christmas and Taylor's birthday. Hey! I'm a Ju- I'm a July baby, so I don't get to be a part Let's of throw this. Throw New Year's. And and sure, New Year's, because January. And so it is a it is a multi-holiday affair. Um that you're just forced into whether or not you like it sorry sounds good i'm ready for it it. i don't know what we're doing where we're doing it but let's go (laughs) i told your mom i'm ready and she said thumbs up (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny to hear the two of you talk about your conversations with each other because both of you were like this ended in a weird space but then neither of you just send another message 
where it's like and and to be like to be clear it's not like it's ending in a weird space where there's like a lot of tension and like but it's always kind of like the other person is waiting for a response and doesn't feel like the question is answered and instead of being like hey clarifying here neither of them do that hey your mom did that finally after like three weeks of because i told her to just do it (laughs) which was really helpful because you know i had a fully typed message there that i never sent and then i was like hey this, this has been right here. whole thing I've ever Sorry. heard in my life. Uh, that happens quite often because I forget to hit send or I'm like almost done with a message and then I start doing something else and I forget. So sorry, everyone out there. But listen, if you feel like Nicole hasn't reached out to you in a long time, she probably wrote in. a message. Yeah, just please re- check in. Okay, my cat's getting anxious. Same. I have fire. Put it down. Because <laughs> it's my birthday. I got to get out of here. Important question before we let you go. What are you doing for your birthday? I don't week? know. Maybe going to see Ghostbusters. The new one? Yeah. No, the old one. <laughs> I already watched the old one the other day. So The original Ghostbusters. Yeah. That's a good movie, though. So. So maybe see that, maybe see, I know what you did last summer. Um, you know, just the classic things you see on your birthday. I mean, right? You're right. <laughs> oh goodness. Okay. All right. <clears throat> uh, it was extra funny because you look very boxy and you are not a boxy <laughs> person, but your sweatshirt became very boxy. And also your sleeves were above your hands and you just looked very fun. <laughs> <laughs> It's Forrest's sweatshirt. <laughs> Friends, thank you so much for joining us today um, and getting to hear about all of our weird holiday traditions. What are your weird holiday traditions? Reach out to us. Hey, where can we reach out to us? That's a great question. Duh. Start by going to our website, www.neverlessypodcasted.com or emailing us at info at neverlessypodcasted.com. Where else could you go? Nicole, are we on Facebook? Yeah. Are we on Instagram? Yeah. Are we on Twitter? I guess. Are we involved in the metaverse? Not by choice. Not by choice. (laughs) Check us out those places. Also, um, if you're interested in supporting our podcast, check us out on Patreon. We have so many weird things and great playlists coming out. Yeah. As always, we appreciate you deeply. Stay safe out there. Stay hydrated and have a disco rave Christmas. Yeah, and send me birthday things. I want to send Nicole birthday things. Thanks. It's my birthday. And you've got nine tickets to paradise. Oh my gosh.